Welcome to Bookish Podcast with Caffanel, a podcast about books ish. A quick disclaimer before we start there may be some spoilers, so please save the episode for later if you don't want any. And also, please follow us on social at We Are Bookish Pod. We hope you enjoy. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? Fine. How are you? Yeah, you know, doing all right. Doing, doing, blah, 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 blah. doing fine. I don't know what came out of my mouth then. It <laughs> didn't quite sound like all right. Yeah, well, it's Monday. Don't normally record on a Monday, but here we are. It's 7.45 p.m. We've been working all day. <laughs> oh. I'm so hungry, like, honestly, yeah. <laughs> oh. What time did you eat then? We've been working all day. Um, two. Oh, decent. Proud of you. Yeah. I was really, well, because I'd gone to the gym this morning and then, like, went to my class, went for a run, and then I had, like, a shake. And then by lunch, I was starving. So. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. For context, I am, like, a late eater. So we call it liner. When, when it comes to me, I will literally eat my lunch when it's around dinner time. No, because it's when terrible. me and Ellie and worked like, together, sometimes she'd eat her lunch at like 4pm and I'd be like, mate, I'm about to go home and eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so like, well, like, okay, so fair, like we'll be recording now by the time we're off, like I'm going to go and eat dinner and it'll be really late. So, um, yeah. But yeah, but that's because... Hey, look, if I was in continental europe it would be fine well exactly and caroline would tell you our good friend caroline she gets annoyed at me because i always eat dinner really early and i'll be like are we eating before we go out and she's like i'm not eating my dinner at six (laughs) o'clock i'm like well i am so (laughs) because yeah i normally eat well no i would say normally eat dinner around seven or eight but that would be a lie probably eat around eight or nine um but like eating at six just yeah <laughs> eating at eight oh. yeah I find or if seven. I eat too late though I can't sleep fair so but then I can never sleep anyway so I don't know I was saying earlier I was like maybe I should look into like sleep and like how to sleep better um she says recording the podcast from her bed so that's probably doesn't help does it but I was like, I feel like if I look into it, I'll just think about it all the time, and then it will just make it worse. So, just got to pop the magnesium. Apparently, magnesium really helps. So, can do that. Magnesium. Yeah. Do that. It's really good for like fatigue and bones and muscles. It just reminds me that I need some. Yeah, apparently, it's really, really good for you. So, yeah, you've just reminded me I need some actually, uh, that I'd run out. Yeah, I love my I love my vitamins. I'm a big vitamin advocate, you know. Obviously eat your veg as well, but get your vitamins down, yeah. Good to have it's good to have supplements, I think. If you need them, obviously it depends on what you need because don't be popping everything if you don't need it. But um Yeah. No, exactly. Find a good multivit that covers loads. Yeah. You know what? There's a good like thing on um Holland and Barrett, where you can like put in what you want. 
like what you answer like questions and then it recommends stuff for you obviously always speak to a doctor but I'd, I've done that before it's like what do you like what um health issues do you have well not like how not how, like health problems but like you know like things you want to improve like do you want to improve your immune system or like do you want more energy and then it tells you what you need well what you might need anyway so there you go that's decent yeah I think you told me about it I think you might have told me about it yeah you know what oh whoops (laughs) I don't remember I you know what I haven't been to Holland and Barrett in forever really so yeah because I order mine from health span now to be fair I get mine from zip zip fit zip fit that's it because they don't they use less plastic yeah right it's funny where you get things from because then like because like, you can buy like protein powders in Holland and Barrett as well, but I get mine from in a, I get in a most, and I get that from like Boots because they said not all Boots sell it, like only like the big ones. Mm. So um, and I think it's like a really nice clean protein, but like it's funny. So yeah, you just pick up things in random places. So I haven't really been to Holland and Barrett in in a while because I've just not needs to get anything like that specific. Yeah, on there. Yeah, well, you know, I go to Big Boots and then Holland and Barrett. <laughs> I do what we used to do, oh, Big, Big boots, boots and Holland and Barrett. Big boots, boots is an unparalleled experience. <gasps> but Sephora is coming on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, but it's going to be in the White City. Westfield, London, but... Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm not maybe I'll do a day there, there because the off- we have an office there that we can go to. Well, near there. And I'm like, maybe I'll just do a day. The White City one. Yeah, and apparently it's really nice. So maybe I'll do a day there and then go to Sephora and get my eyebrow pencil. My my (laughs) aunt sent me a link going, look, it's like a a reel to a video on Instagram. Yeah. She's like, it's here. And I had the same conversation with her. And then my uncle works around that way. So she was like, well, maybe if I feel like your uncle's getting a little bit deficient in vitamin C. I could take him up as Satsuma and then <laughs> and then and then if I just happen to fall in the Sephora. Oh, oh dear. And I said, Well maybe you need some company taking that Satsuma to my uncle. <laughs> go visit your uncle otherwise at work. Like, when Yeah. <laughs> otherwise when am I gonna go to like Westfield, London? Like, honestly. Um I, and well. I live closer to the other one, so makes sense to I don't live close like, to I'm just waiting for them to set up I'm gonna be real with you I oh. do not see what like not much could take me to either Westfield <laughs> nope. other than perhaps like Sephora to be honest like maybe if I have like a free Saturday and I'm like right what am I gonna do today I feel like um, if you're passing through like Hackney Wick or you're going to go to the West Ham Stadium or there's just something that's taking you that way and you have to go like you're in the area because they're literally right there next to this to the stadium in Hackney Wick if you go walk around the canals and go to bars and that and then you need to get to the station Mm. like Stratford is your biggest hub so well yeah that would be quite cool and you can pass through um but otherwise yeah yeah I think but that once a month yeah 
I was going to say once a month for me, now that I don't live, like, not live, now that I don't work on, like, Oxford Street or anything like that anymore, um, like, I go to Westfields, like, after payday and I, like, do my shop. So I'm at least there once a month. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Because I'm not rolling into big boots every five minutes. To be fair, I, yeah, like me, I spend all my money in there. I was actually not that far away. Oh, I went to this brunch place yesterday that I'd recommend if you're ever in West London. Um, it was called uh-huh. Tab X Tab. I don't know how you're actually meant to say it, but it was actually really, really delicious. Like, I had, uh, it was like creamy mushrooms with egg. So one, it was like two bits of sourdough bread and one had like this creamy garlicky mushroom thing on. Then the other one had like really delicious scrambled eggs. Like, you know, when they're like really orange and they're so peng. That's what I had and it was really yeah. delicious. Nice. I'd recommend it. If you're nice. Ever in that area. I need, br- I, I haven't been for brunch in a while. I'm looking forward to doing that. Yeah, again, so. I was thinking about doing one for my birthday actually. Um, like on the Saturday because you know I've got my friend's wedding so Mm -hmm. I was gonna go maybe for brunch before I went home for the wedding because I'm not I'm only invited to the evening so it's like oh of course you got your day see yeah brilliant that's honestly like the best just go for the evening yeah (laughs) you have your whole day yeah well it's because my birthday weekend that I'm happy about that (laughs) um yeah yeah so I was thinking if you were if you if you're up for it um that was me inviting by the way I haven't obviously haven't planned it for my birthday in June yeah (laughs) but yeah yeah. obviously I'm there what I was gonna do was drinks on the Friday at a pub like really really casual drinks and just invite whoever's around come no stress and then just do like a cute little brunch before I go home on the Saturday that's that's my plan so perfect perfect maybe go to a bookshop perfect but yeah but anyway um did you you've been watching Love Island Ellie was telling me about her Love Island um yeah so obviously a couple of weeks ago (laughs) I was talking about Love Island and I said a few things that I want to make some revisionist statements on mostly Kai because the man is now a legend he was just with the wrong people for a very long time they didn't bring up the best in him Mm. and over the last really his turning point was the moment was his Kim moment he did that classic oh I think I know that bird Kim and it wasn't her <laughs> you know when you think you've seen someone you know and you shout out to them and he was so convinced and it was just like the funniest thing um when the Casper Moore girls came through but obviously when I spoke before we hadn't had Casper Moore we've had Casper Moore now um by the time that we published this episode love island would have been and gone so i'm saying it now and i'm saying it proud i want kai to win i cannot Mm. believe i'm saying that what a pivot wow Um, kai and sanam she's honestly brought the best out of him since he's been paired with her and actually you've been able to see through everybody everyone else is on there on some sort of bullshit yeah it's really bad My, my opinions still haven't changed like i do not really like Ron and Lana that much I mean they I can't hear you say Lana they, without thinking yeah, I, it's too hot to handle 
<laughs> Didn't and then you hear the the noise. Yeah, it haunts me. A uh, little beat. <laughs> um, I'm still like not massive fans of them, but I feel like the rest the rest of the islanders are so honestly. This is like the worst crop of islanders. Like none of them are likable. Really, yeah. none of them are likable at all. Yeah, and then they let the they let a really good contestant go too early. And then the whole house was under a chokehold with one of the other islanders. She is now gone. I think I said that before. Olivia, don't like her. Get her out. Um, so she's gone now. I can't believe the public voted her out, but they did. But they're just not very like. They're not a very likable cast, unfortunately. I'm sure they're probably really lovely people in real life, but in terms of like TV, just the the level of bitchiness and backstabbing and two facedness is. Honestly, it's not even enjoyable really? at this point. But I have to say, like, Kai really has risen above it. Like, not toxic. Him, the him and Sanam stay out of the drama. Least oh. problematic people in there. They're just living their best life and loving each other. And we love to see it. So, I mean, I could be very wrong. There's a week left. I could be eating my words. I might be asking Kaf to uh, record this part, but I wanna. I just want to say that I'm revising my previous statements. He's really come through, mate. It's your turn to edit, so you can you can add in a guys. I want to retract this statement. Hey guys, it's Ellie and editing. I'm not retracting my statement. For anyone not keeping up with reality TV, or at least British reality TV, they won. I'm very happy for Kai and Sanam. They are an unproblematic pairing. And um, they brought the best out of each other. And it just goes to show, like, following Kai's journey, it took for the right person to bring out the best in him so yeah I'm really happy for Kai and the people's princess <laughs> now back to the show series of Love Island um actually I haven't watched much re- reality tv recently I'm just not like a massive tv watcher anyway and it's like a commitment but I think I might watch the Married at First Sight Australia that starts today so by the time this goes out it'll be like a couple of weeks away but I like do you remember that series that was like really popular in like 2021 it's like two years ago and then like at work we were talking about it today and like we were like let's all watch the episode and then let's debrief tomorrow and that's what I used to love about Love Island because you would like all watch it then you come in the next day and everyone like did you watch Love Island last night and then it was like such a like bonding experience (laughs) yeah 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 watch it but yeah, I feel like it happens less now, slightly with yeah. Love Island. That is, I feel like everyone does it about maths, though, for sure. About what? And the Australian versions of reality TV. Oh, maths. Married at First Sight. I was like, what are you want about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, what's the acronym, Kath? <laughs> yeah, no, I realised. Um, I, I was like, like not... what? <laughs> what did you say? Um. But the Australian versions of reality TV shows are always really good, actually. Yeah, apparently Australian Love Island is good as well. Yeah, MasterChef Australia. Mm. Like, all really good. Yeah. I remember there was that. There was a girl. My belly's rumbling. 
Oh my god, is that your belly? My belly's rumbling. If you can hear it, yeah. Sorry. Don't worry though, you've eaten your cranberries. <laughs> Have some more. Have some raisins. <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck off." Context. <laughs> context, right? Okay, this is the context. Sorry, we've just gone off on one on a different tangent, and I just we're delusional. Tell the story very quickly, and then we'll go back to Cass' point. So sorry, Cass. I like the Aldi raisins and cranberries. (laughs) I, with wholehearted passion, hate raisins. I don't hate (laughs) things, but I hate raisins. I cannot, I will not, just won't do it. So what I do is I take a bag, I sift through them, I take out the golden raisins because I can deal with that, and the cranberries, and I eat those, and I leave the rest of the raisins in the bag. You make me die. I, can't I give them to that. my mum. <laughs> I, I give them to my mum. We were um, chatting before this episode, and Ellie was like, "She got, she got it out, and she got a crumbs out." And I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you still do that." <laughs> I remember one day she came into the office of her raisins. She was like, "Do you like raisins?" This is when we were like work, work wives, and she, I can hear you eating them. <laughs> And she was like, Sorry, "Do you like raisins?" Trying and I was like, some, actually "Yeah, starving. why?" And you were like, "Because I really like these, but I don't like the raisins." And I just thought, uh, I was like, at that moment, I was like, "This girl's gonna be my friend." <laughs> it's just oh. so hot. I'm so sorry if you can hear me chewing, guys. I I'm very very hungry, but um, yeah, I can't do it. It's oh, and there's nothing actually, but raisins. I rate the page. You know what? Because you've gone and that's an instance you've gone, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do and nothing's going to stop me. <laughs> it's like I've wasted like a whole bag. I don't know how much these cost. but um... Yeah, but you give them to your mum, so that's nice nice for her. That's <laughs> true. It's really nice for her. Oh, um, But anyway, so what was your point? I didn't really have one. I was just talking about Australian reality TV. Um, but to, to change uh, change lanes slightly, we're going to talk about um, a piece of literature now, if you can call it that. <laughs> Actual literature, like yeah, Booker Prize long list literature. But that's why we like that's why you guys love us, surely, because we'll talk about Love Island, and then three seconds later, we'll talk about a really like accredited piece of literature. <laughs> Yeah, we're chaotic. It's called balance. Balance. Oh, basically, we're going to talk about Clara and the Sun today, which is like obviously a really popular novel. It was what shortlisted for the Booker Prize? Did it win? No, didn't. Long listed. Long listed. -listed Didn't make the shortlist. Mm -hmm. But every every dog, man, cat, woman whatever is reading it on the train on the tube all the time actually oh my god can i tell the story about the time i heard the people talking about it on the tube basically i was on the tube and i was i think i was i think i was reading my own book and i had my headphones in and then these the Mm -hmm. girl next to me was reading clara and the sun and then these two guys were like um i think i think they were I think they'd both read it. I can't remember. But anyway, one of them said to the woman next to me, oh, um, have, 
how are you finding it or something? And then, oh no, this is it. This guy hadn't read it. The other guy had. So he was like, oh, how are you finding it? And she was like, oh, um, well, you know, I'm not really sure, but like, I'm, you know, I'm going to persevere. Like it's easy enough to read, but you know, it's not like threading at the moment. And then the other guy was like, oh, I didn't really like it. And then this other woman piped up and she was like, oh, wait till you get to the end. The end's amazing. Like, wait till you get to the end. And I just paused my music and pretended I wasn't in the conversation, but just fully listened to the whole thing. Because it was like a little mini book club on the train and they were like recommending other books to each other. And it was just so cute. And I was like, I really wish that I was brave enough to get involved in this conversation slash that I'd read it. Because then I could have been like, no, it's not worth it. Put it down. <laughs> but... <laughs> I just really enjoyed the encounter, to be honest. Um, and then when then then we got to like the the stop, and loads of us got off, and they were like, "Bye, enjoy the book." It was just really wholesome. I just really enjoyed it. So I think Aww. I voice noted you afterwards. I was like, "This really cute thing just happened." Yeah. But anyway, I, I read it. it. I had read it. Yeah, I hadn't read it at this point, and I was like, "Ellie, I need to read it." And I lent it to you. And you read it recently. I did. I, yeah, I... Yeah. You go. Where do we we go from here? Well, you read it for a book club, didn't you? I read it for a book club in 2021. So it was a hardback. I know, guys, I know it was a hardback. We still have it two years later. It's our toxic trait. Um, It's our toxic trait. I was like, I'm going to buy this because the cover is so pretty and it's very, you know, of... Um, of the time. It's very, yeah, it's very Ishiguaro, you know? Mm. You look at all of these books, it's very much like, looks like that. And I thought it was, you know, I've heard, I'd heard a lot of good things. It had a good rating, but I personally didn't get on with it. I think I was too dumb for the book the novel but that's fine I strongly disagree with this personally I disagree with that because a you are not dumb by any stretch you're a very very intelligent person and b this book lacks so much context it should be illegal sorry but that's my that's my there you go that's my opinion (laughs) the book I just think, like, <laughs> basically, it's a dystopian... It was meant to be dystopian, kind of, right? But then the world is not built. Like, we don't really find out what it means to be lifted, really. Like, we get an idea of, like, what it kind of means, but not really. We don't understand how they got from A to B. We don't understand, like, you know, the dad, and he's living in, like, a an out-of-society community, but we don't understand what that means. Like, what part of society does he not conform to? Like, what, you know... Are what's going on with other AFs? Because we literally only find about Clara, find out about Clara, but we get all these hints at the start of the novel about other AFs and like where, like where do they go and like what what is it like with their families? And we get all these hints that it's like actually not that nice for a lot of them. But then we get nothing else. Like it's just hints. It's just like snippets of information. We're just expected to fill in the gaps. And to be honest, it was just so unsatisfying. So I was expecting to get to the end of the book and get like a bit of a reveal and be like this is what society this is what this society is like and and then sort of like understand what the lessons were meant to be but you just don't get that yeah so I mean should we give them like a little blurb about what it is yeah but the blurb won't tell you about what we think (laughs) is no I'm joking 
<laughs> God, we'll wait till you read the book. Um, from her place in the store, Clara, an artificial art, an artificial friend with an outstanding observational qualities, watches carefully the behaviour of those who come in to browse and of those who pass on the street outside. She remains hopeful and a that a customer will soon choose her, but when the possibility emerges that her circumstances may change forever, Clara is warned not to invest too much in the in the promises of humans. Uh, and then to follow in Clara and the Sun, Kazu Ishiguaru looks at how our rapidly changing modern world through the eyes of an unforgettable narrator to explore a fundamental question: What does it mean to love? Mm. But I don't really think the book's uh, about love. Like, like that's the theme. I know, but like it's not really discussed. No. Like I don't actually think it's about love. It's about AI. It's got nothing to do with love, really. Maybe a bit of family love. That's about it. Or maybe okay. Maybe well, maybe it does because of well, the little boy. But yeah, I just because that was that's what um, Clara. Clara promises the sun, right? And then she gets upset because the love drifts between Clara, between Josie, the little girl, and and Rick at some point. Yeah, but how can she promise the sun love? Like it's just well, she's because she's, she's an AI, right? So she's learning I emotions. Know. She, I think she learns love. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm being like, I'm, I'm being like, uh, prickly on purpose because. I, I still also hold the same opinion as you. I'm I'm neither here nor there. I I didn't get on with it, but um, yeah. I'm I'm being. I think it was just a bit flat. Like for once in my life, I actually think I wanted the book to be longer with more explanation. Like, I needed more explanation or more action. And yeah, oh my god, you know the bits where the I didn't realize I actually disliked it this much until I started speaking just now if I'm completely honest with you. Because uh, I think I gave it three stars. Like, I don't think I, like, fully was, like, hating on it before. We'd... You know when you're at book club and you start riffing and then you're like, oh, my God, I actually don't like this book. Um, yeah. But when she's, like, when Clara is, like, chasing the um, the cootings machine, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. The, like, polluter thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that whole thing is just a nothing storyline because she's doing it and then, you know, he takes a bit of her, like, fluid out or whatever and puts it into the machine to break the machine. But then there's no fallout yeah. of that. There's no consequence of that. Like, I was expecting her to then die. But nothing happens. And I'm like, well, what was the point in that then? Why would you make such a big deal out of it? <laughs> I don't know. And then the whole, like, chasing the sun thing, I was just like, this is so lame. <laughs> I was so over this. <laughs> I'm trying. I I really I only did read this like a really long time ago. Um, I think it's just like Clara's understanding of the of the world, right? So it's like what she thinks. Like she she learns an act of that's it. That's okay. I'm jumping around here. She learns love, but as an AI, I think in what is this dystopian reality? Do does AI need to learn what love is, or should they already know? I, I, I don't know. Should they be intelligent enough to recognise that anyway? Like, she well, learns that emotion. But surely they should be... Um... Yeah. But the thing is with artificial intelligence is that it lacks the, the context of human interaction, doesn't it? It's like... But she's really observant, yeah. isn't she? Um, well, we have no idea because we're in, we don't know where we are in this world 
and how far yeah. advanced it is at this point. Like, it's, we have no context for it. And we only learn things through Clara's eyes. And also, you know, the whole, like, um, doll thing? You know, when they're making the doll and then they're mm-hmm. going to put Clara in the doll or whatever? That is really creepy, to be honest. Like, that whole thing was so weird. So, yeah, so to, to explain that, the, as Kath said before, when she was on her little rant, <laughs> children can be <laughs> lifted, right? Which means that what I understand it to be is that they're genetically engineered to be smarter. So there's like some kind of caste system in this society. And if you're lifted, it means that you benefit from being, you're wealthy enough, you can do this kind of thing, you can lift yourself up in society. If you're not, then you you don't you don't go anywhere and you look down upon and you don't work the best jobs or have the best life or have the best like that kind of thing it's a caste system and so you have rick who's a boy that's not in it in the cast not lifted but he's just as smart as everybody else and then you have josie who is lifted but she's really sick because if you do take on this if you do do this then you're at risk of becoming really unwell yeah, and that's, so that's, it. That's, a, was... that's a decision that parents take and I just think that's wild because why would you why would you even risk that but um, that's what I was going to ask you like being smarter is that is that why she's sick because it's never actually explicitly said but I presumed that was why she was sick I took it to be that that's why yeah. she was because she had an elder sister that it happened the that same died. yeah why she died didn't so but the she died yeah so that's what but then, like she, she spoiler alert: Josie recovers. There's, there's this whole moment with the sun, where that sort of like it's just all tied up a bit we, too nicely. Don't you think that brings her back round? Yeah, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> like, like, there I is because basically this, this artif- this artificial friend is solar powered. So that's how Clara gets her like, um, yeah gets her energy right from the sun um, and she sits in the sun all day and she loves it and she takes it in and so she has when she's in the shop she sees this incident with this old man like a mm. homeless man who she thinks is dying but the next day she sees him and he's up and about and it's because he got the nourishment from the sun so in the end that's what happens so she with thinks Josie so she thinks but it, it's never really explained mm. But I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that either. But was that meant to be like the AI not quite interpreting things right? Like, was that meant to be a bit of a message that, like, no matter how intelligent they are, they don't actually understand the human context? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think there Maybe, are obviously yeah. a lot of messages like that. Like, and we were saying earlier, like, um, it's written about AI, but a few years ago now. And I wonder if the narrative would have changed slightly if it was written now, given like where we're at with AI at the moment. I don't know. Chat GBT and all these bits that you can do and create. And there's been a big development in the last two years since this has been written for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Especially in the mainstream anyway, like mm. um, like what's readily available to people. Um mm. Yeah, I also would have liked to know what the parents did for a living. Like, her mum went to work every day, but what was she doing? You know? I wonder if it's like one of those, um, what's the situation? Have you, did you, did I 
tell you that I saw that film of Florence Pugh, the one with all the drama? Oh, um, yeah. I haven't seen what's it. What's that called? Uh, oh, my oh, my God, what is it called? Hold on, let me Google it. Oh, don't worry, darling. <laughs> Jinx. Right. Have right. you watched it? No. Haven't. Is it worth watching? Uh, I mean, it's neither here nor there. It had potential. It just really didn't. Yeah, you can say if what you like Florence, say. Like... I don't Do really mind the spoiler. No, I'm not that okay. fast about it. So basically, they live in this like idyllic 1950s world. Mm. right and the men go to work every day but you don't know why where the men go to work every day they don't know why like they live in this world it's all they know every day the men go to work and then the wives are just like housewives and then the men come back and they're doing it for the good of the neighborhood um but you don't know what the man their jobs are like the job roles of the men mm-hmm. and then it turns out like basically they're like linked up to some sort of weird um machine so basically he like knocks her out and has her like got this chip in her and it's like she's been hypnotized into thinking that she's living this life and she's actually like just strung out on the bed like plugged into this like it's really weird right but it's oh it just made when you said like what do they do where do they go it just made me think of that i was thinking we don't know anything about this dystopian universe if we're having to fill in blanks maybe her mum goes away and like is that the way the men pay to stay there is is by working a menial job for this guy that like runs a shit mm. um and then they they use that money to then go back into the machine it's like a, like a, a bit like a pyramid scheme or something like that i guess so i'm just thinking oh maybe it's something like that that happens in this dystopian world because we're left to our own devices to work out what happens and why people are the way they are mm. it could just be that and maybe that's the point, though. Maybe we are meant to be left wondering. But I would have liked to know, to be honest. I don't like that. Yeah, me yeah, neither. I want to know. I'm like, tell me. I, I don't... <laughs> yeah. I don't mind um, sort of leaving um, an ambiguous ending for something, like an ending, like a... That, yeah. That you sort of have to draw to your own conclusion. I don't mind that. But I think if you're setting up a whole world... You need to give some context clues. Well, some I read more a review. Context to what people are doing. Yeah, I read a review that was like, he's just been really lazy. <laughs> and I was like, that's really harsh. Mm. But I think it was probably intentional for some reason or another because he's an excellent mm. novelist, like, objectively. He's written like, yeah. some amazing books. But, like, <laughs> I was like, it's kind of true. Like, it just feels a little bit like. And then I read this other review and it was just this gif of like someone being like, meh. <laughs> And I was like, that is how I feel oh. about this book. And I no what, I didn't think I liked, I didn't, I didn't think I liked Clara as a character at the beginning, like, as a narrator. It's funny because they, you know, when I was reading that um, paragraph before about the book, and mm-hmm. it's like, she's like a, your unforgettable narrator. I think I read this around the same time that I read um, The Girl with the Louding Voice. So you know um, when you're like, oh, I've got two like unforgettable narrators, but the girl with the louding voice had such so much more of an impact. Mm. I didn't like Clara as a character or as a narrator 
at the beginning. I understand that she's like really naive to the situation and she we're learning with her as she goes through things and scenarios as they play out in real life. But I have to say, like, she really loved Josie. Like she really speaks about when she saw Josie for the first time and how she was like really like naughty and disruptive. So other children went by her because she was so convinced that Josie was going to come back for her which she does eventually and Mm. um her love for this child sees her like going to ruin this cootings machine and get Rick's help to like get her to the barn to where she thinks the son goes to bed so she can ask the son to give her nourishment I just thought that Clara showed so much more love I think well I can't say that Actually, because I can't remember that part of the book. And so she shows love for Josie in a different way. Let me revise that. And mm. her mother does. Even though her mother really does love Josie, I think the ways in which they show it or they act upon it or they feel that they need um, to preserve it... Are different. Are different. And it was interesting to see because one is a robot, is is like a machine and the other one is actually a living human being and probably makes more of the mistakes um, Mm. than this robot, but yeah. But is that not like... Is that not like kind of... Maybe the point that like humans make mistakes but they still love... Like, love is messy, isn't it? In all its forms. And, like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's hard to show somebody that you love them in the right way. And even if you're an AF, because she doesn't, the AF doesn't really get it right either. The AF, Clara. Good old, our lovely friend, Clara. But Clara means son as well, by the way, apparently. Did you know that? Yeah, someone told me. The son and the son. Mm-hmm. Son and the Sun. Yeah. Lame. What a lame title. I'm being really mean. There are a lot of good things about the book as well. And it is nice to read just like an easy dystopian bit of fiction because I do do love a bit of dystopian fiction. So not to be too mean. I mean, about I didn't it. I didn't find it easy to read, but that's just me. I also but didn't you the listen... half read half yeah. audio? Yeah, and I've got to tell you, don't don't audio. Or it was all no, absolutely don't audio book it. <laughs> it was all there. There's a character in there who's got a British accent, and I'm really sorry to whoever is voicing it, but that was no. So <laughs> I would recommend reading it. I can't as a British person. Like, I understand it's not your... Like, they had... she has, To be fair to the narrator who's doing the audiobook, she had a hard job to do because she has to be Clara, who isn't human, right? So what does an AI piece of machinery sound like? What's their voice? And then you've got to do the voices of, obviously, all the other characters. And I don't think you really get a sense or idea for where these people are from. Hmm. Um in the world I'm guessing America and then she had to do a British accent and I just oh it's terrible um so I was like oh it was really it was really jarring to listen to and I was like I just I would just read it um well I think the the dialogue in general 
is just really, really jarring in the novel. Like, zero out of ten for me. The way that she's like... Josie thinks this or something and you're like wait what obviously it's meant to sound like AI like a robot because it's a robot talking right and it's meant to sound like that but like it's so it feels so forced like it doesn't feel like a natural bit of narrative yeah I don't know I didn't write it yeah um it's it's I mean the thing is it wasn't for us that's fine. Not to say that I wouldn't read Ishiguara again, because I know that um, he's got some outstanding pieces of literature and he's a Nobel Prize winner, you know, so maybe just need to pick something else. I said yeah. the same thing about Colleen Hoover, you know. maybe this However, a different level. doesn't mean that there's other things in the catalogue that we might like, you know. Also, like, I'm picking this apart because I know that it's, like, a high bit of literature that like has been critically acclaimed and stuff so like I feel like if I didn't have maybe because I had that pre-judgment of it being like oh this must be a really really good book and then it disappointed me I think that's always like a good bit of context to add because like there were certain elements of the book that were really great and like I think if I read it not knowing anything about it I might have felt differently but I think because I had really high expectations of it, and I know that his other books are also very, very highly, like, highly recommended, that I thought this was going to be, like, blowing my mind. But it just it just didn't. So, you know. But Colleen Hoover. I told you it was no. there, though. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But, like, you also said there's a lot to talk about and there's a lot to think about. So I was like, Yeah, I did say that to Maybe. Fair not the best like reading experience but it will really make me think do you know what I mean yeah I did say that to you to be fair I do think there's like the like the theme of love and morality I think you know it's it's existential isn't it it's like you can get really deep with it what does it mean to love what is it and where does the lines blur with morality when you make decisions that could harm someone when you think that you know we've already sort of discussed that but um yeah, also, you know what we said about Heatwave, Victor Jessalon's mm. book, and we were yeah. saying like if you actually studied this in like a literature class, then you'd probably really, really like appreciate it, and there'd be a lot to draw from it. But as like a as a reading experience, if you're not in the right mood for it, it doesn't really hit the spot. Maybe. Yeah, if you read it in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I did it with my book club the book club that I did used to go to um mm-hmm. all the people that had read it really liked it but they are like literature buffs so I I think yeah. it made sense to them maybe this was just a bit too far a bit too far out of my reach and that's fine that's it that, that not everything is for everyone and that's it but like Kath said Colleen Hoover no <laughs> yeah not to compare the two. I can't <laughs> not to compare well it's just different it's the same thing but different different sides of the scale you know mm, yeah um, and I think I would actually I think I'd like to read Remains of the Day apparently that's by um same author apparently that's really good so um I'm not sure about the blue one what's the blue one never let me go not sure about that one never let me go see I think maybe we'll do one each and then we can yeah we can swap because yeah. I think I'd want to read Never Let Me Go. Fair. Um, 
Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's interesting. Um, yeah. I think I, I, get, was like, I think it was just mid, like, three. I was like, yeah, I wasn't fussed and I wasn't unfussed. Yeah. Meh. Mid. Yeah. I'm I feel a bit bad that I just want a bit of ham, but like, <laughs> I just, I was just. It's how you feel. The thing is, it's really fresh in your head, right? Yeah. So it is. I had fair. to do some revising because I, I really have read it like two years ago. I don't plan to pick it up again. Personally. I wonder. Um, I wonder if I'll change my opinion after some time. Like, I yeah. wonder if I if I sit with it for a bit, then I might change my opinion. Don't I? We'll see. We'll, we'll like, revisit it. Like in a me and Kai with Love Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Al. Might be retracting my statement. Um, uh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I think. I think actually, let's let's put a pin in it now. It's what the sixth of March that we're recording. This will go out two weeks from now, so end of March. So in what six months from March? Um, September yeah yeah we'll we'll come back to this conversation see how you feel once now that the bust is settled mm-hmm. yeah okay good shout whether you yeah because I yeah it's literally yeah you you're right maybe it's meant to be studied and then do you need to sit with it a bit more is it it's amazing what your immediate reaction to things are there isn't it like when you read it and then when you have some time with it afterwards yeah 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 because like like yeah but yeah let's revisit it and then we'll see where we're at um i've also got another dystopian novel to read called salt lick yeah i'm excited about that yeah yeah And I'm reading... I, I was going to say... Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, no, carry on. No, no, what are you reading? Oh, I was just going to say, I'm, re- I'm reading Cleopatra and Frankenstein. You know, we went to that event, guys, so I'm yeah. very excited about it. That was me hitting the book against my hand, by the way. <laughs> that was that noise. <laughs> um, you're, what are you reading? Tell, tell everyone what you're reading, because I'm intrigued by it. Um, I'm reading Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. Um, I picked up in Aldi because it was two ninety nine. <laughs> so and I'd seen it like on Goodreads, and actually it's got a really good rating. I'm only seventy pages in, only because I get stuck on Twitter Spaces and then just want to listen <laughs> to that. Um, but um, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, not much has happened, but it's not enough for me to be upset by that. Do you know what I mean? Is you yeah. know, if you read a book and not much has happened and it's like annoying, but actually, like it's I like the slow burn of this. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I'm being taken on on a journey. So mm-hmm. um I'm enjoying it, yeah. And then and after that will be Cleopatra and Frankenstein. Yeah. Well I keep saying Coco and Frankenstein because of <laughs> because of Coco Mellows, but I mean to see Cleo. Capture. Uh, yeah. Too many sneeze. Too many. Too many. Um, I was just gonna say. But yeah, let me know how before. it is. Will do. I actually am enjoying it. Um, so far. Um, I just double checked the shortlist for the Booker Prize that year that um Clara and the Sun was on the long list, mm-hmm. and that was the year that Damon um that was the year that Damon Gal got won with the promise. 
so that was like great circle no one is talking about this bewilderment the fortune man i can't remember if you'd read bewilderment or not i think you'd read some i i have it i've had it for a while (laughs) i need to read the fortune man or did your dad read that my dad read the fortune man he said it was interesting he was like he was like i'm glad i read it but i think it was quite like descriptive um right. and not in like necessarily a good way but I my dad because I bought my dad a copy so I'm probably going to borrow that at some point um but he said it was quite good but like I think sometimes if you're not in the mood for something really descriptive and then you read something really descriptive you're like oh do you know what I mean but I think that's what he said about it yeah. but anyway yeah so I've read oh but I tell you what I did read was um the good doctor by damon galgut 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 i don't know how you say his name but um yeah um, that was all right so i probably would read the promise as well um by him and then we read no one is talking about this and i don't think i read any i don't think i read the circle um, yeah, I've got Great Circle in paperback on my because it was four pound fifty in the big Sanos. What can I say? A piece of big short list of literature for four pound fifty in the big Sanos. You're not going to say no, are you? No, Absolutely but also not. support your local bookshop. <laughs> but Cosy yeah. lives, people. The Cosy lives. lives. When I can, I support my local bookshop, but also I. <laughs> times the times times are hard, are hard. Yeah. Um, and we and I um, can I can say that Ellie really does support her local bookshop because she's bought me many 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 gifts from there. So just saying. yeah, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. Oh, I oh, know I'm not I'm not hackney way. I was just thinking, oh, I'll be going past that bookshop by past pages, but I'm not. Oh, um, I've never actually been there. I really want to go. Time soon. One day, pages is nice. Yeah. Oh, we should go. Mm. We should go, and then mm. we should go across the road. Basically, there's like a wine bar, but it's in like an old Chinese takeaway shop. So the Fun. front of it looks like something completely different, but it's a wine bar. Oh my god! Yeah, let's do it. So do you want that. like a Saturday afternoon yeah. or something? That'd be nice. Big. Yeah. Nice I'll one. Nice one. Right, you okay. should go eat dinner now. My friend. Oh my god, it's half past eight. I need to go eat dinner. I need to go put bed sheets on my bed. Mm, Monday vibe. I'm gonna go watch yeah, Married at First Sight Australia. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. Excited for you. Me too. Me too. But yeah. Cool. Mm. Well, I'd say I wouldn't say also about Clara and the Sun, I wouldn't say don't read it. I just didn't love it. That's all I would say. You know? Yeah, agreed. So, yeah. Cool. Well, have a nice dinner. And I'll see you Wednesday. Whoop, whoop. Yes. Yes. We're going to a very exciting event. Yeah. We'll tell you all about it in our next app. Okay. We're going to be elusive. Listen to the next episode. (laughs) For once, we'll be in elusive. Yeah. (laughs) Not over (laughs) sad. (laughs) <laughs> all right love See you, you soon, guys bye 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 bye
And that's the app. If you like the episode, please leave us a lovely review, subscribe and share with your friends and we'll love you forever. <laughs> Follow us on socials at We Are Bookish Pod. Thanks for listening. <laughs>